Um, hi everyone, welcome to the Benenden Bubble. Um, you're here with Chloe and Mr. Tweed. Um, so, uh, tell me a bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Mr. Tweed. Um, I've been a teacher for the best part of 30 years, um, and in my retirement, I'm working at Benenden um, in data systems. So I've been a computing teacher for lots of years, and now I'm coming and I'm looking at how we collect data about you, and how we use that to get the best outcomes for you, um, and how we use data to make the office processes faster and slicker. And I'm enjoying it immensely. Oh, great. So through the school Wi-Fi? Or... Uh, no, we, what, what we do is we collect, we collect data on all sorts of things. Um, and um, so we'll collect data on, on, on travel arrangements for Exiats. Mm. Um, and we look at how we can improve the process of collecting that data and making it easier on the staff and making it go more quickly and we look at um the the midges and alice tests that you do we look at how we can use those to um target extra lessons perhaps to make uh, you have better outcomes so we look at all of those kind of things oh great um okay so i hope everyone's familiar with how um desert island discs work so we're going to do eight tracks that are meaningful to you and then um, a book and a luxury item. So um, what's the first track that's... Well, my first track is, is, uh, is David Bowie um, mm-hmm. track. It's called Rock and Roll Suicide. And it's the, the last track from um, side two of the Ziggy Stardust album. Um, and it's particularly um, relevant for me, resonant for me, because when I was 14, uh, I went to see David Bowie um, at the Hammersmith Odeon in 1973. Um, and at that wow. concert, he retired, in theory, from music. Oh, so you got to see the last so, one? So that was the, well, he came back, of course, but that was, that was the end of his career as Ziggy Stardust. Um, and it was recorded as a live album and, and then released. Um, oh, so you were there when it was so recorded. I was there as, so I was there when it was recorded. Um, and there were 3,000 people in the audience, and I don't know how many of them are still alive. But, it must um, have been a crazy experience. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, and I like the song, um, and I like the whole idea that that it was at the end of it he he said um not only is this the last night of the tour but this is the last show we'll ever do and he hadn't told the band oh. so they had to play the song realizing that they'd just been sacked oh no so it is um, it's bittersweet. Bittersweet, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's the next track? I think it's a reoccurring theme that all the teachers all go to all these crazy concerts because it's one of my other interviews, if anyone's had. Anyway, um, so next track. Okay, my next track is um, a Led Zeppelin track, mm-hmm. um, and it's called When the Levee Breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it because it's got um, this fantastic um, drum beat to it all the way through. Um, and it's the story of... Um, of, of rains in, um, in 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 America, um, and how the rivers are held in by by these big levees, and if the levee breaks, it will just destroy everything. Um, and I again, it's a it's a, it's a concert I went to. Um, Led Zeppelin did a a series of gigs in 1979. Oh, um, so you went? And I went to I went to the to the to the. The second of those, which was the last time they played in in the UK. Oh, a lot of last so, times. So, a lot of <laughs> last, last concerts. Times. Yeah, and they came back and did a. I don't know if you know. But it, it makes it more worthwhile. Yeah, they did a they did a um, a concert some years ago. They did a, a sort of comeback concert, but um, that was the last time they played uh, in in the UK in the seventies. And um, I was so far away from the stage mm-hmm. that we reckon it took two seconds for the sound 
to get to us. So you could see you could see Robert Plant throwing his head back as he'd sung something, and so then it took. It's delayed because it was so far away. I think there were a hundred thousand people there. Wow. So the lyrics really resonate with you? Not or? particularly. It's that it's that drum beat. It's yeah. a, it's a particular. It's just something you enjoy listening to, which yeah. is the point of this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, what's your next um, music music um, track? Well, I thought I'd probably better put some some classical music in there somewhere. Um, yeah. And um, Mendelssohn Violin Concerto. Um, I can't remember E minor. Um, there's a particular um, cadenza in it, which is just superb and i could listen to it um as many times as there are uh, minutes in the day um it 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 goes to wonderful places um and i don't know how I, my my daughter played the the violin um and then gave up when she got to to grade 5 so i had to go through all of the scratchy bit at the beginning yeah. um <laughs> And never really got to the point where she could really play the instrument properly. So um, I do love the the, the Mendelssohn though. It, uh, so do you listen to this when you're in the car or when you're I, I, I working? To, or I, I listen to people... it when I'm cleaning. Cleaning. So yeah. So go home. I've got some cleaning to do. Got some housework to do. And I've got Alexa there, and I'll just ask Alexa yeah. to play play something. And I or when I'm out in the garden looking after my chickens or something. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um... It's always good to listen to classical music whenever you're working or doing stuff, because sometimes when you're familiar with it... Yeah, know. I couldn't possibly do it in the office here because I, I, I have to concentrate, but yeah. um, when, I'm, when I'm doing something that's not important. Yeah, I love classical music. So what's your next... Um, uh, my next um, track is um, by Dire Straits. It's called Sultans of Swing. I mm-hmm. don't know if you know the song, but um came out in 1977, um, and it was... It was just a game changer. It was so totally different when it came out. He he has a particular way of playing the guitar, um, and it it was revolutionary. I was in seventy seven. How old was I? I was I was eighteen. I was just doing my A levels, and um, it sounded like nothing I'd ever heard. And I listened to it again and again and again and again. Um, and it's one of the things that made me want to start playing the guitar, which I started. Oh, you play the guitar. I played the guitar. I started when I was eighteen, um, and I'm. Terribly... Do you ever have a band? Or oh, no, just... I can't play live. I can't play no. live. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a hopeless guitarist. I know nothing about music, but I enjoy playing it, and I, I still do. But um, that was the song that made me want to play the guitar. Well, it's um, a good way to take your mind off A-levels. So if anyone's <laughs> out there doing A-levels right now, check the tracks. Um, so what's the next um, music? Um, Mozart's Piano Concerto Number no. 20, mm-hmm. um, which... Um, there was a film called Amadeus, which is based on a, on a Peter Schaeffer play. Um, and they use this particular piece of music quite a lot in the, um, in the background. And it has a... Yeah, I, it's like the sea. The, so you the, sort the of mu- associate the, it with yeah, the movie? Yeah, mu- the music rises up and then drops. And, and it, it has so much, um, so much hidden power in it. It's just a fantastic piece of music. Um, of all the classical composers, I think Mozart is my is my go to person whenever yeah. I. So you can sort of listen it to the listen again, to it again, and again, and again. Yeah, but 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 I can Not I can bored. go in and just tell Alexa to play Mozart and I'll and anything that comes up I'll be happy to. So do you to. think of the movie or is it just overall a good experience um, to listen to it? Well, there's there's a particular piece where 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 Mozart is um is is ill 
um, and is is about to die, and there, and it's dark, um, and there are these figures coming into his house. To, to, to I think it's a doctor, and the music swells just at the moment as the door opens, and it's 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 iconic. It's fantastic. There's there's it's a great piece of music. Hmm. So what's your next one? My next one um, is a is a song called Crazy Man Michael. Um, that from we, the eighties or something. Uh, well, or, it's early, is this so chronological it's, um, order? <laughs> no, it's not chronological. It's just, it's just, it's just as I wrote them yeah. down. Um, Crazy Man Michael was recorded by a band called Fairport Convention. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourite version of it is by their the the man who composed it, called Richard Thompson. Um, and the reason I, I like this so much. Um, <clears throat> I don't play music live because it scares me. Mm-hmm. But when my daughter was at the same school as I was at um, in the sixth form, she she's a fantastic singer. She gave up the violin and she started singing. And we, perform, we performed it um, in front of... A, oh, you a, performed a, 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 it with her? So I, play, I played and she sang... Um, and it was just fantastic. It's one of the one I've only played on. I've only played live three times, um, and I and I I can't do it. It makes me feel nauseous, sick. I, I I feel have physical symptoms. But that one thing, we sat there and we 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 played this, and she was brilliant. And and I really well, enjoyed it. It's just good it. memories as well. Yeah. So music is about memories. Really. Well, if there's a Benenden X Factor, maybe <laughs> you can uh, make an appearance. It's unlikely. <laughs> Maybe, we'll see. <laughs> um, uh, how many have we done so far? We've done seven. Seven, so last one. My last one is, um, is, is a song called Human um, by the Rag and Bow Man. Oh, the, it's that, that's quite recent, I think I know it. It's yeah. recent, right. Now, the reason that I've put human in there is because um, as teachers, we never really know the effect that we have on students. Yeah. Um, and in 2000, um, I joined a new school. And I, um, I was it this school? Or no, it, it was. Oh. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a school in Uckfield. Mm-hmm. Um, as a teacher, and I had a tutor group, um, with twenty five or twenty six students in it. One of whom was this, um, this fairly badly behaved young man who was about to fail his music GCSE. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to um, um coax him into doing some work and I took my guitar in and we went down to the music practice rooms and he did some singing and I played my guitar and he did some singing and I played my guitar. He wrote a song and I wrote the music for it. Um, and then he left. And then a, three or four years ago, somebody said, um, oh, have you heard Rory Graham's got an album out? Really? Um, and um, I went, oh, that's interesting. And I'd forgotten that we'd done this. Was the music that you... And, and, and actually, he's put me... He's, he's, he's done a call out on his album to say one of the, tweet, one of the people that helped me in my, uh, when I was at school was Mr Tweed. And I just... Uh, it was fantastic. That, yeah, that must be really... That, um, it was great. I had no idea. It was a tiny little thing. And I think that as teachers and as students... It makes the job worthwhile. Yeah. But you never know... What you what a small act of kindness will do for somebody, um, and I think there's something to be said for that. That little acts of kindness yeah. every day can make a huge difference to people's lives. Yeah, well, it's important to know that when you're teaching, that there's some sort of greater goal yeah. affecting yeah. people's lives. Um, sorry. So, um, the I think next is one book you would take on the island. Um, I would take the Oxford English Dictionary. 
Really? Uh, yes, I would, because I've got this thing about language. I'm, I'm one of those people terribly pedantic about language. So you do uh, like learning new words I every like day. learning new words. Oh, and my like, mum's like that. And I like knowing <laughs> what words mean and where they came from and how they were used in the past. Yeah. And I think I could sit there for ages and just read new words. And, yeah. and, and, and I, that I, I could correct myself when I got them wrong. And really think where they came from. Yeah. <laughs> and I would enjoy that, I think. Yeah. And then you, you'll come you'll come off the island uh, very, um, someone with a really big vocabulary. Uh, yes, well, I, <laughs> vocabulary. I, I, I try to think of lots of novels that I would want to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, there are lots of novels I like, but whether I would want to read them again and again and again, I don't know. Yeah. But if you had this, this massive dictionary, you could just sit there and you could just revel in words. Yeah. And those are the words that make up all the novels, so I mean. Um, but... Actually, having said that, we only, we, we've missed a record. Oh, we have? We have, yes. Oh. The cheesiest record on my list. Oh. And when I say cheesy, it's really, really cheesy. No, but I think we love a bit of cheesy records. I mean... Um, now, it's a song, it's a French song, mm-hmm. and it's by a singer called Christophe, and it's called Aline. Um, and when you, when you hear it, it, it is the cheesiest record in, in, in the world. Um, but it was in the French charts and played a lot on French radio when I went to university. Um, Did it, you go to university, I went to university in France? In France. And, really? And, uh, yeah, and it was um, it was there all the time. And it's a, it's the song about it. What I like about it is that it's incredibly grammatically correct in French. Has subjunctives in there, and it has all sorts of wonderful tenses. This makes it interesting. It, yeah. well, it, it means that for somebody who's learning the language. You can feel really pleased that you can understand everything he's singing. Yeah, because I mean, I heard a song the other day and they rhymed the same word with the same exact word. <laughs> and you kind of think, what are you thinking when you're making yeah. those lyrics? Right. <laughs> but um, but that's, that's, that's my missed eighth, eighth, eighth record. Yeah. That's really interesting you went to uni in France. Uh, down in Nice. And, I, and then I went back. I, so I, I, I did a year in, in Nice. Then I came back. So, went, do you speak a bit of French, or is it more, I, I, was there my, more English Originally, speakers? I was a French teacher when I started. Oh, you so, were? Yeah. So, oh, that's really interesting. And I lived in France for six, seven years in the, in the 1980s. And then, um, one luxury item. I don't know what this means, because I don't know okay. if you'll have electricity, or... But, I mean, well, luxury item. Uh, well, my luxury item would be... Maybe unlimited electricity, unlimited whatever to make... Whatever, no, it's, you know. an, it's an acoustic guitar mm-hmm. with an unlimited supply of strings, in case any of them broke. Um, and then you could really perfect um, your playing and, and maybe could, play could, in public I, 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 one I, I, day. I could play in public despite the fact that I'm on a desert island <laughs> and there'd be nobody to play in front of. Yeah. yeah. But that would be my luxury item, I think. Um, well, this was really great. Well, um, um, thank you so much for being oh, on the podcast. You will be hearing from us, hearing it soon. Okay. So, um, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, and I'll see you next time.